0: I'm your host, Greg Viafania, and we've partnered up with our friends at MPP to deliver short business tips each month. Having expertise in the swimming pool industry and business world, we believe these messages will truly help your business. So without further ado, let's jump into this month's business tip. Welcome to your go to
1: podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen, and my name is Greg Viafania.
0: And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast.
1: All right, welcome to the podcast, Justin. Can you uh, introduce yourself and what your role is at National Pool Partners?
0: Absolutely. Uh, My name is Justin Gormley. I am the Director of Operations for National Pool Partners in the Texas region.
1: Awesome. Thank you. And today's topic is about safety. So we'll just jump right in. Can you define what safety is in the workplace and what that means?
0: That's a very interesting question because it's so broad, but for me, it's it refers to the limitation uh, of elements that can cause harm, any accident, or any other negative outcomes in the workplace, and really is kind of a part of two different areas, either occupational health and safety, or your commercial vehicle safety.
1: Nice. Why is taking safety so serious important?
0: Honestly, as a leader, it's our responsibility to take care of the people in our charge, Tyler. And in business, human life is the one thing that cannot be replaced. You know, we can buy a new car, we can build a new office, but we can't bring someone back. So what can't be replaced are individuals. So that's the really down to the root cause of this is, we you know, everyone believes they're being safe, but when you really look at, well, you know, what is important to us? Do we talk about it? Uh, that's the one question that, That comes up, or the one statement is: Can we knowingly put the people out there on the road in a vehicle, or the the tools that they have are they functioning properly? So um, that's why it's really important.
1: I agree. It's it's difficult to um, sometimes you get wrapped up in all the other stuff, and then you kind of forget right that (laughs) you have them in a vehicle that maybe the tags are expired, the tires are bald. You know, there's all these things that you just don't pay attention to. The maintenance isn't getting done regularly. Then that's a risk. Or, you know, in the shops, you got uncovered chemicals or chemicals that are mixed together, you know, or too close to each other that could cause harm. Um, People don't wear safety equipment in this industry like they should. So, you know, there's a lot of different things there with that safety that, (laughs) you know, you just sometimes don't think about because you get, especially as a business owner, you're wearing 15 hats,
0: you know? Absolutely. The ever-changing hat, and it is the one thing that is most important, but it gets overlooked because in every industry, it's it, sometimes if you're not having accidents or you're not having injuries regularly, you assume you're being safe, and you know that's not necessarily the case.
1: Yep, very true. So, what are some things that people can look out for to help you know keep their areas more safe?
0: You know, I think we start with your workplace safety hazards, identifying those. Just being up front with your team, whether you're a one polar or you have a, a large team, talking about the different hazards and identifying those right away, that's really the easiest and basic way to get started because sometimes people don't know where to start with this and when you start identifying those opportunities, it opens the, di- the dialogue up among your team. Uh, look for you know workplace safety policies. Uh, there's so much great information out there on the internet that we can pull from to use and, and in, our, in our business, I'd go there as well. And then to training, it's really important that we have good training practices because if we, if we aren't teaching people how to use the tools properly or the chemicals properly and assuming that there's, they got it after a conversation or two, um, we're putting ourselves at, at risk right? and our customers at risk.
1: Yeah. The constant training is definitely a battle too, you know? Yeah. And as you get into the busy season and you start hiring people and you tell them one time, this is how we do it. They're not going to remember that.
0: And, you know, I think it's really, you said something earlier, our PPE, making sure you have the, the, the equipment to keep your team safe. Some of the most basic things out there can protect from some serious time off situations, whether it be eye protection, good foot protection, Uh, Those are such basic uh, items. And sometimes we just miss those, you know, how many times we don't have something for our eyes and um, it's, we just start with the basics, Tyler.
1: Yeah. I think even when you look at the trucks or the vehicles and you start thinking about what's there, the people are the most important part of that, right? But as a company, you know, that can become a much larger issue even for your business, if you get an accident, hazard expense to clean that up. And then, you know, it could be worse. It could blow up and cause a lot of harm. Um, You know, people could get injured, like you said, if they're not wearing eye protection, the acid drops in the water, bounces back in their eye. That could become, you know, a big workman's comp lawsuit or other things that
0: Mm -hmm. you
1: just took the steps up front to kind of like really protect yourself. You know, obviously the the person is the most important. You want them all to be safe, but from a business standpoint, that's important too. Absolutely. So speaking of that, I mean, what, what can safety cost your company, you know, in, as far as like dollar amounts, because sometimes it can be a large number that you're really not aware of, but so stuff's expensive.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. If you look at not taking a few steps on the front end to protect your your people and protect the, your organization, there are just so many direct costs and indirect costs. Starting with <clears throat> some of the basic direct costs of you know worker compensation benefits, healthcare cost, your increased medical premiums, uh, your auto insurance <laughs> claims and settlements. So you go into now if someone gets is out for an extended period of time, do you have the staffing to cover that? Do you now risk not being able to to uh, cover your customer base. And those are some very, like you have your direct costs with, we, we all see those they're in front of us, including, you know, legal fines to your point. If we get into a, a a bad enough situation, there are legal costs are substantial. But what I think really gets interesting are your indirect costs, things that we don't think about every day, right? Your Or your hidden costs. And those are, delays on projects and scheduling, your equipment damage, and investigation times uh, of actions and implementation to correct those things. And honestly, if you look into some of the the loss in your potential employees or the loss in your employees you have because you're not practicing safe working environments, there's a lot of good information out there. But the NCS says that indirect costs are Uh, $2.12 for every $1 spent on direct costs. So those items that are kind of hidden cost you double when these situations come up, double what a direct cost would. That's crazy, right? If you think about the things that we, there's a whole list that I won't you know go through, but there are so many <clears throat> hidden costs. What is the loss of your reputation now? Because right. in your community, you're now not perceived as safe. So you really start looking at that. It can really get your mind focused on, okay, it's important to take safety as a top priority.
1: Right. Agreed. So it's a lot to understand, but what are a few steps we can start taking, you know, to help start making changes around the workplace?
0: In my past experiences, I've had a couple great leaders and some of the greatest quotes I've ever came from these people are, you know, hitting it early and often, making it a priority. So talking about it early and often. There are so many great sites out there that we can go to and pull from, whether it's the DOT site, your OSHA site, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. There are just great tools out there that we can pull, and they have safety topics readily available, five-minute toolbox meetings. So if it's overwhelming to your point, yeah, it's a lot of information, but there's basic one-sheet safety topics available to everyone to use and to build, start building off your safety program. But I think as we spoke of earlier, if you just go back to some basics and talk about the workplace safety hazards and identifying those, I think you would be blown away by what dialogue opens up with that because it engages that team. And now you're talking about, we didn't want to get into the safety culture here, right? Because culture has just been beat to death and it's so hard. But ultimately, that's where it starts. As leaders, We've got to be willing to do things that are necessary to transform our organizations. And I th- we really have to look at this at if we don't show that on the front end, if we don't live that, speak that, walk that, then the team never will. So it's it's really important to think about our employees. For me, the first step is thinking about our employees as if they're our own family. Because if you start looking at it from that point of view, it just changes your whole perspective, right? Would you mm-hmm. want to put your family member in that situation? And, and most of us, right, small small business owners, this is family, this is our group. So to, to get started is, I would look at it right there. How would you do this if it was your family? Open up dialogue about just what's not safe about what we do every day. And you're probably gonna get overwhelmed with that information right away, but there's some great tools out there, including, I, I think I shared it with my team over here at MPP, OSHA has a really awesome uh, site out there that safety pays program and you can actually go to their site <clears throat> and it will let you break down, put in a, a, any type of injury into their system and it will tell you what that cost your organization in overall annual sales to make up for that one situation. You would be blown away by that. And again, it's a great database because it's not someone just giving you random information they have you know brought together information across the country for likes injuries and, and illnesses and that that safety pays by OSHA really open your eyes up to what it costs to not have a you know a good a good working safe uh, environment and that that is the osha.gov safety pays and if you go check that out I really encourage that because that is a is eye opening to what just a basic sprain may cost you to cover If, if you have to do that and, uh, you know, those things happen, right. That's why they're called accidents.
1: Yeah, it's true. And you mentioned the culture, you know, you're right. Culture is kind of beaten to death. And I heard something the other day though, it was like, you know, people talk about, you know, nap rooms and these other, you know, snack bars and these other things that now businesses are putting in that they think is culture, but those are real more perks, right? They're, they're not culture. Those don't create culture culture is like how you treat each other how you act how your team works together how that how that works down through back to your employees back then through your employees to your customers like so what you said is is spot on with You have to start that movement and take take it seriously. And we know we're in the pool industry, right? There's, (laughs) it's a difficult uphill climb. You know, you're not wearing Bill Nye the Science Guy glasses every day. You know, putting chemicals in the water, but um, you know, there's alternatives to that sunglass type thing. You know, different little tweaks you can make to that 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 make it (laughs) a little bit more durable or a little bit more okay to use. You know, for the for the pool people out there, but you know, it's, it's definitely an uphill battle and you don't want to go in guns a blazing, but take the steps, you know, start to really you yourself as a leader, you know, start to change one or two things here or there and, and put the proper PPE on your trucks and, you know, s- let them know that you're expecting them to use these things and mostly for their for their safety and for their family. It's just starts with you as, as the owner. And then that culture gets created around that of just I'm doing this. I expect you to do this, and you know, then it just comes naturally.
0: You're right. You know, and I can't uh, get off here without at least touching on on culture a little bit. So, you know, a good safety culture. To your point, it helps your organization maintain safe operations uh, by having everyone from your from yourself as the owner to the the first person you just hired yesterday uh, taking safety seriously and remaining watchful and avoiding avoiding compromises, right? That's really important here is you ask a question and I didn't get to that. Where do you make changes? Start avoiding compromising. Don't compromise when it's, oh, it's good. good. You know, the easy path is not always the right path, right? And if you do that and you, and you have a, you're, you'd be surprised your operations are conducted, start just changing the manner in how you do business. And I want to leave you all with this. Now, personal responsibility for safety. At the end of the day, it is vital everyone regardless of the position or job as a personal commitment to safety. So ask yourself, what is your attitude towards safety? What prevents us from working safely? How can I improve our safety? And it's really that simple. You'll see immediate transformation if you'll just ask yourself and dig into the basics.
1: Yep, that's so good. And we'll put all those links in the show notes for everybody. Appreciate your time, Justin. Thanks for being on with us.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more, you could hit the link in the show notes below or visit poolchasers.com. If you'd like to learn more about MPP, visit go-mpp.com. See you out there, poolchasers.